0: This is The Real Life Podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins. We believe everyone has the ability to create the life they desire.
1: On today's episode, we will be discussing mindset and really some of the components to having a winning mindset being able to commit and follow through this is season two episode seven what another lovely snowy day here in the flathead it's hard to believe that it's october and we're looking at the river freezing over in our backyard and snow and ice in the front
0: yeah months ahead of schedule months (laughs) it's nice that we got a hot tub to to warm up and sit outside in the cold and have our ears freeze but the rest of us stay warm
1: that is nice it's a nice feature to get to look out over the river and see all the colors because the weirdest thing is all the leaves haven't fallen off the trees and so just like the other day was it friday when the storm blew in and we were watching all those birds
0: thousands of birds like having a Having a meeting in and, the field across the river.
1: And we were joking around that they might have been firing the person who made the decision to stay and not fly south uh, because they looked cold.
0: Definitely <laughs> some sort of a vote of some sort.
1: Right. Heads, we're rolling.
0: Who was getting dunked in the river.
1: Right. And not baptized.
0: <laughs> yeah. There might have been a little judgment on that day.
1: There might, <laughs> I would have been judging. It was cold. Windy, snowy four or five inches of snow unexpected. Ain't it great?
0: (laughs) It was great. This is a fun topic. I mean, we've never done this topic. You could even call it a millionaire mindset or the mindset of a billionaire or whatever it is, but it's definitely a fun topic to talk about Mm -hmm. because it's something we can can relate to from being, you know, not having the mindset of ever doing well Mm -hmm. to realizing who we are and what our life's supposed to be like
1: and that we can naturally expect to do well because of who we are and what we we're created to create yeah which is so different than when we were talking about right I, we talked about on our anniversary how we bounced around to our old Necco yeah we books. actually
0: drove through some of the from ghetto
1: the... <laughs> we went to the ghetto
0: we lived in the projects before the ghetto
1: <laughs> and <when> our minds <laughs> then we
0: temporarily Ill. moved out and lived
1: and in we a were... decent
0: Decent place on the golf course.
1: but then we moved back. And then we moved into the ghetto. Right. But that was better than the slow. But that's because when we
0: moved into the other place, we didn't have the mindset of doing better, even though we began to do better.
1: And we began to slowly change over the course. Right.
0: So we didn't, during that, that was when we started to change. So initial good doing better was, um, it was short term.
1: And when we're talking about the, projects and the slums and the ghetto, we're talking about our mindset, not so much as the Not really even the neighborhood,
0: because it's not the neighborhoods, it was Ex- where we were at mentally in our
1: lives. Except for we did live in a house that didn't have insulation, so I remember, we'd pay like $1,000 a month for yeah, heat. Yeah, one whole
0: side of the house, the ins- and insulation had <laughs> fallen down or something along the wall.
1: So we had one winter where we paid about $1,000 a month for heat, and the house didn't get above $50. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> I'm so happy to be where we're at today. Aren't you?
0: Oh, absolutely. And You know, I know the people living there now, they do have insulation.
1: And they're... Because we're friends
0: with the people that own the house. Right. So and they didn't know. I mean, that was just part of the thing. In an older house, the
1: insulation fell down. Yeah, and it was a cold winter. It was one of the first winters that we had a big, long stretch of cold weather. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when you could see your breath in the whole main floor of the house, it was it was comfortable.
1: Yeah, 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 it was We did a lot
0: of snuggling then, though. We did,
1: and we didn't have a lot of plants live. They kind of got chilly.
0: We got a couple, though, that have lived all...
1: The whole time we've been together.
0: Which is almost 15 years.
1: Coming up this week.
0: So, 15 years ago, our mindset wasn't the same.
1: And we were in the slums. So, tell me about the mind shift. You love this topic. We talk about this all the time.
0: Oh, we do talk about this all the time because it... It was such a. It was such a long, for us, it was several years of, I mean, we've talked about this before. Slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race, or whatever. But it's, it was beginning to listen to other people' stories of coming from failure to success, and we plugged in a lot to that, you know. And we even found when we were doing a network marketing business, our business name was double your penny. And when we we're just doing some fall cleaning recently, we found a couple of those business cards and in, in a box. i like, we're saving those because that's, that was the whole increase every day. Double your, double your worth.
1: Right. And at the we time, did it. At just the time. Not
0: necessarily economically.
1: Right. At the time we thought that it was economically. We had no idea the compound interest that we were going to gain through doing the principles that we, Learn in network marketing, not that we would say uh, we would
0: advocate anybody doing it training from a network marketing, right? Not necessarily to make millions,
1: but it's changed our life. And through what we learn in the network marketing business training, we now have a very successful secular business. And we also have a pretty good mindset about we're just going to go out and. Put our hand because it's going to prosper.
0: What is it? Kick ass, take names, make money?
1: Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> asking kicking. No, I mean, it was a double year. double year penny was the whole story behind double year penny is if you double a penny for every day in 31 days or whatever, you become a millionaire or 30 days, whatever a it is. But to us, I was compounding, listening to people, beginning to see ourselves successful and. Doing it day in, day out. Right. Going. To totally dig through the garden in our heart and weed out all the shit.
1: And stretching ourselves to walk into situations that would be uncomfortable. You know, Kurt is always, he was in the public's eye for his whole life, it seems. Me, I always. To wanted- some degree.
0: I mean, not, not like I was the president's kid or anything, but we we're always in the. As always in some were working with public or dealing with public.
1: Right. And I was always kind of like the hide in the shadows. Don't be seen person. I actually remember thinking that uh, it might be worth not graduating high school if I don't do public speaking. <laughs> and now because of what I learned through different avenues in my life, network marketing, 12 step, you know, the 12 steps actually with people skills really benefited me. Now I I do find public speaking, I don't even get really intimidated and that's a skill that I attribute to being able to walk into business meetings, being able to walk into board meetings or whatever we might be called into for that day, being able to confidently go in and shake somebody's hand and look them in the eye and know that I can compete. Right, that you're at least equal. Right. And that's a huge
0: thing. Because when you think you're less than, you know, and that's the, that's the change that network marketing really helped me understand is that worst case scenario, I I was equal to that person. And I had the same opportunities they had if I was willing to change what I believed about myself.
1: So what was the first, what was the first big, your first real big dun 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 change?
0: when i changed when
1: you made up your mind that you were gonna you weren't gonna stand idle anymore you were gonna well
0: i just woke up one day and was sick of losing and so i was willing to do whatever it took to win
1: so then what were a couple of the actions that you initially took Uh,
0: i got a mentor in my life ron yeager who we dedicated our book to him and martha yeager so that was a big thing was willing to to listen to him and take suggestion from him on what it took to be more successful what about you
1: i started reaching out to marthy and humbling myself getting letting my ego be aside because i realized that my ego could either make me feel like the most confident person in the world or the least worthy person on earth and so i realized that in order to change i needed to humble myself enough to let somebody actually really know me and that I could trust that there wasn't going to be judgment. And with Marthy, I never felt anything but encouragement. Even though it was such an insane time in our life, there should have been some judgment. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. I don't think anybody should ever judge anybody. That's me being hard on myself. I don't, I really don't think that there should have been judgment. I think that the no, biggest just, thing we, were, we learned
0: we were just train wrecks, and it was great to have people that didn't didn't see us as train wrecks, but saw us as people that could succeed.
1: Right, and I think it's so important that that level of love truly opened up my heart to receive love and be able to realize that I was worth loving myself, and that I'm also worth going after anything I want to go after.
0: And then the second what was the second thing along that journey i mean if we through this journey then i we started reading books
1: I started reading books and listening to a lot of people's testimonies really of where they came from and where they went and really what the process was and what i realized is that all of our journeys are different but a lot of the process is the same that initially we just in order to reprogram where right all of humanity is like a computer infected with a virus Sometimes we just need to take the things to not, you know, to defrag our hard drive and rewire us. And so, you know, the magic of thinking big, understanding, I think it was understanding the millionaire mindset. You read how I raised myself from failure to success, the slight edge, listening, uh... There were some others listening to people, you know, anytime we got the chance to, those are
0: books she just mentioned
1: to hear where people had risen above, you know, great stories of athletes who have, who have come out of huge obstacles, uh, stories of couples who had made it through amazing obstacles in their marriage and came through it. Um, just allowing ourselves to be around people who are willing to share the, what they thought is the worst part of themselves to us. Because it was such an asset for us to realize that we could face any adversity. And in that process, you and I began to like each other a little bit more. Love each other.
0: Yep, yeah, we, we did.
1: And just... Kind I mean, in of in that process, that's together. why we were
0: able to snuggle more. Because we were in that process. Right. When it was cold, we just kept each other warm.
1: <laughs> we did. We did. I remember one time we, <laughs> we had like four heaters in our bedroom. And I put towels in the windowsills to keep the the cold from coming in and we were just trying to keep our bedroom heated enough to where my lips weren't blue
0: and then we were to go out and we were during that time is put off the impression that we were doing well because of the business in network marketing if anybody's been in it or whatever that's the impression you want to give is you're going to do well if you're not doing well you're going to do well and so it's that constant changing the belief about yourself. So even despite our surroundings in our life, we began to see ourselves successful. And in that, we became more successful.
1: Right. And we started talking. A lot of the biggest thing is casting the vision of where you want to be, what you want to see change, you know, and really the difference of a dream board per se. You don't have to do a dream board, but I did a dream board. and it's What fun. is a dream board? Well, the dream board is where you just put a lot of, you know, some people put where they want to travel. Some people put what they want their house to look like. You just kind of make a template for you to look at so that you can cast that vision and keep that vision right in front of you Mm -hmm. so that you know why. And put it
0: somewhere that you see it all the time.
1: And that you really know why. What is the why? Why you're going after what you're going after. And it's not supposed, it shouldn't all be monetary, but easy visualization. Monetary things are easier for people to understand. Like if you would have told me when we started network marketing in 2006 or 2007, was it 2008? I don't know. If you would have told me that my internal things would have changed and I would have become this amazing, confident, awesome, beautiful person, I would have completely cut myself short.
0: She was smoking hot before that, but then she began to see herself smoking hot.
1: Right. And that changes everything. So then she wiggles a little more...
0: (laughs) yeah now she's red but that's but it was part of that journey which is pretty cool you know that dream board thing is a pretty interesting thing because you also speak so then during that process of the mindset of a millionaire or whatever is you begin to speak where you want to go to so you see what you want to be or where you want to go or what you want to have that kind of stuff and then you begin to speak it and it actually eventually it come so planted in your heart that becomes your reality i mean i look at the house we live in today it's funny because when we'd speak to these groups and network marketing people in our business uh, cast a vision of having a bathroom where i could look out the window and and see either a river ocean or lake i mean we lived lived downtown and in, in a town downtown town at the time and the furthest thing from our reality really was having that type of lifestyle. And now certainly our master bathroom, we can look out and we can see the river. And so that we casted that vision long enough, even though it was sort of jokingly at the time when we talk about it, we I said it enough times it became the truth. And it's what our life became. You know, there's a magic in that. And that's the magic of thinking big is that when you cast that dream and you begin to focus on it, and see yourself in that situation. That's where your life ends up becoming because we determine or create the lifestyle we desire.
1: Right. And in the process, we and a lot of
0: people won't understand that.
1: No, but we were, remember we, we were speak we were, we were in terrible debt. I had huge medical bills. That's what got us into network marketing. We got in that. Kurt got into network marketing to try to get us out of the medical debt. $107,000 is what we ended up paying off in five years and I think we believed so much that we were going to be debt-free that it just didn't, it wasn't even a work. We would just talk all the time about, gosh, it's going to be great. Can you imagine how it's going to feel when we're debt-free? Yeah. We're going to go on these trips. We're going to do these things. We're going to have nice cars. We're going to have a nice house. We're going to have all these things. And every month we just continued to pay away and pay away, pay away. And, and not even not even being aware of it really. Not even. It was like, it was the weirdest thing. And then we made that last payment and, I still get choked up about it because it was amazing that most people, a lot of people were like, why don't you file medical bankruptcy? You're never going to see yourself out of this. And it's like, but the oh. last couple of years we were traveling and doing things when we we're just paying still off paying off our debt, debt and we're still going to Hawaii debt. for a couple of weeks at a time and living life. And, right. And it was, know. we believed we spoke about it so much. That we, we
0: believed we were successful and we believed we were wealthy. We would tell people or, or tell each other, where the richest people we know are just bank account doesn't show it
1: right we still talk that way
0: <laughs> and that's you know and everybody can talk that
1: way right
0: and when we even say that i don't i don't get angst in my gut like that's not true that is a hundred percent true
1: we went out for a nice we went and stayed we kind of spontaneous decided to go away last weekend and we went and stayed at the cordelaine resort for a night and we had a nice little romantic dinner and i ordered the chicken alfredo and when I, you know, I got the dish and you could just see like an inch of butter on top of like melted on top of this whole fettuccine alfredo, and I turned to Kurt and I said, "This pasta is as rich as we are," <laughs> because that's how we talk, and we just, and not that we want to be rich, just to say that we're rich. It's just the richness. When you see a rich color, there's something enticing about it. There's something beautiful about the depths and the richness. And so we're not just talking about the monetary aspect, but I, I do know. But the monetary
0: follows the rest. It follows follows. everything.
1: It follows. And it, uh, and when we begin to really go, you mean I was created by God out of love to create and that actually the things that I've wanted to do and the dreams that I've had and I've wanted to be a world changer, you mean that I can actually do that and I don't have to feel guilty because somebody's telling me that I needed to die myself You mean to tell me that God loves me so much that I can just go out and do and be and create? When that revelation happened, it was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, game changer. Game over. And we didn't do it through the Ramsey stuff and nothing against the Ramsey stuff, but to, during that process of having these mentors that were successful, they're like, don't go that route. All you're going to do is you're basically holding yourself back if if you're trying to save all the time. Rather, if you're if your problem is finances, make more money. Right. Don't restrict yourself. If you're, if you're already restricting and you're already poor, because we we're already struggling. I mean, my times I remember having like a couple bucks and we get the good, you know, a cup of noodles or whatever. We can buy the good one if we had enough money. That's where we were at
1: one time we got really excited because we found change in the back of our trunk and we had enough to buy an actual chicken breast
0: to have with our rotisserie
1: chicken breast. And we (laughs) high-fived hallelujah that we high-fived because we were just like, this is it. But even
0: during that time, we were already beginning to see ourselves successful. Right. And that's, and that's the magic of the whole thing is you begin to see yourself the way you were created. And you begin to live the life as a creator.
1: Right. So we're we're doing this podcast today to encourage everyone who's listening that you were indeed created to create. And so those things that have been stirring inside you, maybe it's just for a week, maybe it's since you were ten years old. I don't know what your story is, but it's because you were created to create and that there's nothing nothing truly is impossible the struggle is believing that everything is possible and just continuing to live that way. And so through the principles that we're talking about and the millionaire mindset type of thing, the reading, the listening, guarding our hearts, you know, we cut out, it it wasn't a criticism, but we kind of took an evaluation of of our whole sphere of influence. And we had to make some changes about where we were spending our time because you play to the level that you surround yourself with. And the more that we started to see other people are like, you know, I'm in this to win this type of mindset, then we started to go, you know, it's not a criticism against so and so. But like I listened to a podcast yesterday with uh, Jason Bateman. What's that? What was that podcast called? Um,
0: Smartless. Yeah, Smartless. Smartless.
1: If you get a chance, listen we'll, to it.
0: will that. Jason Bateman.
1: Sean. Something. Somebody from Will and Grace. Anyway, um, it was a good podcast and Adam Sandler was on it and it was interesting because they talked about how Adam Sandler is just always in the game. He has been since he was 17 years old and that he's always working. They said, you know, that he's the hardest person. He works harder than anybody else in Hollywood. He keeps going and going and going when he has the ability to not have to work anymore. And he said that he finds it interesting and frustrating and that he doesn't get on his kids. But he does say to his kids, like, isn't there something that you want to work hard to achieve? Because he said when he was a kid and he got a BMX bike, he he got this gift. And so he was going to go out there and he was going to learn how to jump a curb. And he was going to learn how to pop a wheelie. And he was going to learn how to do all these things because this gift had been given to him. And so I think that when you're around people that go, you know, like, You're not, you're really, don't you want to work towards something else or don't you want to, isn't there something that you really want to do when that starts to get pulled out of us and we start to surround ourselves with people who are like, just go after it. Cause even if you swing and you strike out, at least you got up to the plate. And so we had to guard ourselves with association. We got a lot of criticism. People were like, you think you're better than us. What are you doing? You used to be our friend, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm so grateful that we made those sacrifices. And we've had some of those relationships come back now that we're solidified and so confident in the belief about who we are, that now we can associate. But there was a time when, you know, just like, I, remember- I
0: don't believe, can I just jump in about the working hard thing? Cause I don't want it to be misunderstood. For me, is that I don't, I, I do not believe. I believe people that work hard get tired. People that believe that they can accomplish things, accomplish things. And so, when you believe you can accomplish things, you'll, by definition, you might work harder than other people, but you don't get tired because you you realize what you have. I don't know if that makes sense. You realize that you can accomplish the thing, because did you I know, say
1: no, to work no? Hard? But
0: Adam Sandler talked about working hard. You were referencing, and I just wanted to clarify that when we talk about working hard, it's actually believing that you can accomplish it,
1: and then you'll just naturally outwork anybody, right?
0: You'll naturally it'll just naturally happen, and you might put in longer days or just spend more time meditating or whatever it is, and you'll accomplish those things. But it, but I I know a lot of people in my lifetime that have like I'm gonna put my <laughs> I'm gonna pull myself up by the bootstraps. I'm gonna plug through this thing. And they never believe they're going to accomplish it. And so they just get tired and, and example. angry.
1: We were talking on the way to the gym today about how everybody that we know who has done very well successfully financially, how they don't really ever want to retire.
0: You just change, make hobbies into money makers.
1: But, but it's not because they've been working hard their entire life. They just love the process. And so really that, that just even saying that again it's made me think of it's just awesome to love the process like i think everybody can have moments where we go oh my gosh i feel like i'm working really hard or could everything i know that i have moments where i'm like can we just slower back a little bit because everything seems like it's moving way Mm -hmm. too fast and i've got one
0: speed and it's throttle down
1: (laughs) and chris got one speed and it's throttle down and so sometimes (laughs) i have to just go but i don't think
0: it but i don't feel like it's throttle down that's what i'm saying
1: I know you don't feel like it's throttled down but sometimes but other I people feel like people it's around us down. sometimes do and people around us sometimes do and all i'm saying is that in the process sometimes we all will have moments you don't have them that often but there are a few times when i've seen you have them like the day that you couldn't get the donut and you said just my luck that was a day that you were feeling mm. a little bit is that we all have those moments and yeah
0: the story there is a i really wanted the donut from Krispy Kreme, and
1: they were closed they were
0: closed <laughs> and i said just my luck <laughs> they were closed early or something i don't know
1: what the deal was and he sat down on the couch and he said just because every once in
0: a while i just want a good donut
1: <laughs> <laughs> but what i'm saying is that we will all have we all can have moments like that we all do but the power of changing our belief is they're only moments and they're not decades and they're not years and they're not even days they're moments and so the power of really getting ourselves in an ecosystem to cultivate the truth of who we are, that we were all created to create, that we were all created out of love and that we're all loved and anything we put our hand to will prosper is really the importance of how we live our life. And really the message that we wanted to share to everybody today that even if you think it's the weirdest thing in the world, you were created to create. So swing
0: The scripture on it is, "With God, anything is possible." Right? Is that the scripture? All things. All things are possible. Just to clarify that, and maybe our next podcast would be on this too, is that, um, we're creating His image and His likeness, and we, I believe that, and Katie believes that, and therefore, if it's His image and His likeness, ye are gods, little gods or whatever. So, with you knowing who you are. Anything is possible right? because you're a little God when you realize who you are. When you realize your identity, you're a little God. So you're born to create. So all things are possible. Nothing's out of the realm of possibility.
1: So maybe that being said, since you've mm. never tasted the most amazing cheesecake you've ever had yet, maybe you'll create it. <laughs> yeah,
0: may, Possibly. Yeah, that's my new quest, figuring out what the greatest cheesecake in the world is.
1: Kurt loves so cheesecake. if anybody
0: wants to message us and tell us where the greatest
1: is or where we can buy it, last, that would be wonderful. Last weekend, Kurt wanted a little cheesecake, and so we ordered in a slice to the room, and it was like 20 bucks. and Kurt was like, that is not the best cheesecake. <laughs> it was good. It was good, though. It was and good. so... If anybody knows where, or if they have the best cheesecake recipe, feel free to share it for freedom (laughs) five at yahoo.com F O R F R E E D O M the number five at (laughs) yahoo.com. We'd love to have the, it's kind of like the white castle.
0: Oh, yeah, the white costume. You know, if you haven't you seen have that, you just got to have what you have.
1: Right. Sometimes got... you have to go through some serious stuff just to get to the perfect burger. No, you really
0: don't. But yeah, that's another also movie. looking for the perfect, the best fast food burger in the world.
1: In the world, we'll go. These are the things today. We'll talk it's
0: about. probably
1: In and Out Burger. Kurt really likes In and Out Burger. I don't mind the In and Out Burger.
0: Next. Best sandwich shop in my national chamois shop. Um, probably Jersey Mike's. He and Katie has a <laughs> Kurt thinks opinion.
1: the best Reuben he's ever had is in Las Vegas oh, with the New York, New York, New York, at the York. Green, Greenwich Deli. Is that what it is?
0: Something like that. It's the best one. You always know, got to find the best of everything.
1: Right. There's the best Cuban food Kurt's ever had is in this little place in Apopka, Florida. I don't remember the name.
0: Yeah, maybe on the next podcast we'll tell you.
1: Anyway, we should get paid advertisements for all these little plugs we're putting in for people. But <laughs> that's well, we're really that. not in
0: this for money. We're in this to share what, we, right. what we've what we learned and what we've accomplished. And
1: and we're excited for where you see all are. see other people accomplish it. Create your life you desire. Right. The world is your canvas. Paint your picture. And don't let other people tell you that you need to use a different brush.
0: Have a wonderful day.
1: <laughs> Thank you. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please share it, rate it, review it, and post it on social media. Also, you can check out our book, What If? 15 Topics Worth Discussing for Lifelong Happiness by Kurt and Katie Adkins. It's available in paperback and Kindle on amazon.com. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to next week.